just a bit of an introduction for today's podcast. This is the first in the series that I introduced last week about divorce proofing your relationship. And what we're addressing today is setting up your partner for success. And this is a proactive step that helps you sidestep being critical of your partner. Because if, first of all, you have to invest in their success to want to set them up, you have to recognize that what, what's in it for you is your partner will meet your need. And then ultimately their success is your success. So if you really have that investment in the first place, then the opportunity to criticize is less. And if you are happy and getting your needs met, what is there to criticize about? So tune your ear as you listen to the podcast about hear how you would avoid being critical. You'll hear me talking about different ways in the example that criticism could have come in. And so just really pay attention to how this proactive step of setting your partner up for success is the antidote to criticism. Hi, everyone. This is Tammy, and today on Marriage Breakdown, we're continuing our series on divorce-proofing your marriage, and today's topic is setting up your partner for success. So what does that mean, and how does it work? I'm going to start with an example from my own personal life, and actually uh, that inspired uh, this podcast. So there was something that I asked my husband to do. He uh, exercises in our backyard. And uh, it's not a place that I often go. Uh, My stuff is inside the house. And it's a place that he goes. And um, there were some things to take back out um, to this um, area that we have in our backyard that live there, that lives there. And it was on our dining room table close to the door that he goes through uh, to go to the backyard. And uh, it was on the table. And I'd asked my husband to take it with him. And then for a bit of time, it sat on the table. And I knew he had been outside. I knew he had exercised. And I passed this stuff sitting on the table and it got more and more distracting for me every time I passed the stuff and I got more and more frustrated and started thinking things like my husband doesn't care about me. My husband doesn't listen to me. I don't really matter. I'm not critical to him. I'm not a high priority. He can remember other things that are important to him. I mean, it could go on and on. I could spend the whole podcast telling you these things I started to say to myself. And where is that headed? Where is that going to head? Now I'm upset with him. He doesn't even remember me asking him to take this stuff out. He's going to get defensive. Ah, And then we're right in it. Right. So I stopped. I could hear all those thoughts going on. I stopped and I said, okay, what do I really want to happen here? I want him to take this stuff. 
I don't want to see it anymore. Uh, I don't want to make him feel bad. He probably hasn't given one thought to this stuff, has no idea this is on my mind or means that to me. Uh, What is a way that I can set him up for success? Because guess what? If my husband is successful, how does that help me? Well, I'm married to him. And his success is my success. And when I say success, I'm not talking monetary or something like that. It's more that I don't have to sit there thinking all these things about him and then get having, getting upset with him. And then pretty soon he's like, right, having me come at him upset and not even knowing what he did. Right. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to success, right, is how do I support him in ways that also leads to what I need? And I'm not talking about manipulation or anything like that, but just some simple stuff. We're talking very simple things that can ease, right? And we're not talking about having to have someone prove their love to you. This isn't about that. This is about not wanting to be in this space where those thoughts come in because it just leads to upset and argument and defensiveness and all these things we've talked about that do add up and and lead people, lead couples to this path of divorce. And so... As I stopped myself and thought, what do I really want here? I want him to take this stuff out. I don't want to see it anymore. And I don't want to nag him. And I don't want to uh, end up in an argument over this stuff. That it doesn't matter if it's here or there in the whole scheme of our relationship. It's not going to matter. So I realized that I could go get the key he takes to open the area where he works out, he takes it every morning. He has to have the key. I could grab this key, put it on the pile of stuff. And that would prompt him. Ah, this stuff lives out where I exercise. I'll take this with me. No problem. That's what I did. Guess what I did not have to deal with? I didn't see that stuff anymore. It was gone. It was out there. It was easy. There was not an argument. Right? I, when I stopped and recognized that my husband wasn't trying to tell me all those things, that he didn't care, that he uh, doesn't listen to me, he wasn't trying to communicate any of that to me. That's how I was interpreting it. When I offered him the benefit of the doubt, which we've talked about, and then said, what is the best way to facilitate getting what I need? I know my husband right? will remember if he's prompted, okay, let's put the key here. Stuff gone. I'm not thinking that anymore. He's now sidestepped an argument that he didn't even really know was coming. (laughs) But now that's sidestepped, right? And we're both on a path to getting along. Now, that doesn't mean that those kind of things don't add up. Right now, I think it's a matter of 
talking in a future podcast about how to talk about your needs in this space, if for some reason that was critical to me and I needed him to remember without my prompting or something like that, if that was a need I had, that's that's a discussion. And, and we can talk about how to bring up needs and discuss. But you've got to pick your battles. How many critical things can you offer your partner that they can hold in their mind for a period of time, right? Again, setting your partner up for success, thinking through how many things do you want to hold in your mind that are critical to your partner among the other million other things you have to do, work, children, your own family, right? So the more that you guys can communicate about your needs, the more successful you both are meeting them, the more successful your marriage is, the happier you are with each other, the more you sidestep unnecessary conflict. So the exercise that we're going to do for this week to kind of cement this in is I want you to take the opportunity this week to look around and think about what's one thing you can do today to set your partner up for success and meeting your needs. What's one thing? For me, it was going and grabbing that key and putting it on the stuff. Because ultimately, I didn't, I didn't want to take it out there. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to go out there. I don't go out there, right? And, and so it's in my best interest that my husband remembers to take that stuff with him. So what's one thing you can do today to set your partner up for success? Another thing to think about is can you share your need? So have you even let your partner know that's a need for you? Can you prompt your partner so they remember what you need and how does that feel? Or share a need with your partner and ask if there's something you can do to help them be there for you. Remember, your partner's success is your success. So if your partner's meeting your need, then you're happy. So why wouldn't you want to prompt or help This is so easy at the beginning of relationships, so easy. And over time, we expect our partner to hold all this. We expect our partner to remember all of it. We expect on some level for our partner to just know when maybe we haven't even said it out loud, which we'll talk about in an upcoming episode about assuming and when you believe you can read your partner's mind and you feel that they should be able to read yours, things like that. So setting your partner up for success. These are your exercises for the week. And remember, look around, really take in the good things about your marriage and try to see some of the day-to-day irritants as small things. And what do you really, really want your partner paying attention to? Is it really that pile of stuff? Or is it much bigger than that? So if you really want your partner focused on the big things, prompt him on the small stuff. Your partner's success is your success ultimately. 
because then your need is met, your partner is able to meet your need. Everybody benefits. And finally, I'll close with when I did see the stuff was gone, I made sure that I thanked my husband for taking it out. Right? Those five positive interactions for every one negative, right? So I, I thanked him for taking the time to take the stuff out there. So thanks for joining today. And next week, we'll continue on the series of how to divorce proof your marriage.